everyone. Welcome back, everybody, to the Sub Podcast. We are on we episode have three our host, of... as always, myself, Bryce. This is Mason. And as always, Andy. And uh, yeah, so today we have um, a little bit of a kind of just mainstream um, episode. Uh, we have our standard rotating segments coming through. It's been almost over a little bit over a week and a half now since I last spoke to you guys. We we took a little bit longer to record this episode. So today we uh, episode two was released um, and we're recording episode three the same day. And this is we did this intentionally so that we can, you know, have some extra time. And I think it's working out well for us. But what's up? What's new in the last week and a half? Yeah, for me, just continuing with the summer internship that I'm doing. Uh, I will say today was pretty interesting um, in terms of what has happened to me physically. I play in a local or some guys from the local church and I play um, every Thursday morning. So I was getting ready to do that this morning when I woke up and I wet my hair in the shower because I don't want to show up the basketball with bedhead, you know. And as I bent down, I, my neck bent down to turn the shower handle and I came back up and I like pulled every muscle on the right side of my neck. And so all day I've just been super stiff there and it's been really sore and I'm only 22 years old, but I feel like a, an old man when that kind of happens. So that hasn't been great for me. Um, I know that's pretty recent, but that's the biggest thing I have to report today. Dang, that's brutal, man. Yeah. I, Usually people think of injuries, you think of like broken arms, legs, maybe migraine, but so the little things like that, that you take for granted, not fun. I'm trying to think every once in a while, I'll pull my neck. I'm trying to think of when it happens because it, it happens like it doesn't happen like super common, but it's just like, I don't know, every once in a while, like I'll pull it and then I'm just like sitting there like I don't want to move my head at all, but I know I should move it. I think it yeah. probably is when I wake up from night, but yeah, no, next stuff sucks. Anyway, right? Yeah, and it was like two minutes after I woke up, so just just getting out of bed, getting started for the morning. You know, stretching is not one of my favorite things to do, just because it takes so much time. But the older you get, you're starting to learn that. I guess you don't have the high school athlete body anymore. <laughs> you just get up and do anything whenever you want. So. Yeah, Andy. Well, hey, now why don't we mix things up and let Bryce go next? Oh, okay. I guess I will. Uh, so we have a pretty big week. Um, I've done a lot of work, like actual work. So the last, well, it was 48 hours at the end of the last night, but I, I worked uh, 22 hours the last two days. Um, so I was pretty busy um, this week, um, this past weekend. What did I do this past weekend? Oh, my grandparents came down um spent some time with them that was really fun um but the biggest thing that's been happening for me lately is um, i've been resurging on a bunch of like different things i really enjoy so that includes um playing video games but also like streaming those video games so there's a, a space out there for people to stream their um, video games and stuff and like that's kind of like it's a platform called Twitch that most people use. Otherwise, some people stream on like Facebook or um, uh, YouTube. But um, I go through Twitch and it's a lot of fun to be able to like stream with my friends and everything. And then 
there's an option for it to be like recorded as you stream and then put onto your your page so then i can look back and watch those and it's it's fun to watch those back sometimes um so i've been having a lot of fun with that and then what else oh and then the other thing that i did this weekend was um i did some stargazing but with my telescope and so um i didn't look at stars necessarily but i i looked at the moon which was really fun um wait wait you have a telescope i do have a telescope yeah, when I got did it. this happen? Yeah, I got it like nine, eight or nine years ago. Um, yeah, and I never really used it much when I was younger, but now, now, now that I'm older, it's like something of a novelty because I spend a lot of my time when I'm in like the lab looking at small things, and now I can look at big things, but essentially using like machine or like technology that essentially does the same thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, telescopes are super underrated. Yeah. I feel like as you go along your education journey, looking back now as recent college graduates that we are, the proportion of content relating to space and the amount of stuff that we learned, I feel like hit a peak around elementary school and then slowly went off a cliff. As you get older, you just start to learn less and less. I mean, at least from my perspective, not going into a bunch of science fields, maybe you guys. Um, have a different experience, but I know I, I respect the telescope, man. That's super cool. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've learned a vast amount. I mean, we learned a lot because you have to cover all fields of like learning and like what makes up just everyday life when you're younger. But like, I've learned a lot, a lot in the last couple of years. So it it's hard to like make it quantifiable or say that it was more when I was younger because of the fact that like it's been so long. And because this stuff seems relatively fresh, but I did learn a lot about it. I don't know. Anywho, Andy? Oh, I've had a, a busy week. I started my first job after school on Monday, um, which has been great because the team has taken me out to lunch every day this week. I've put on probably like <laughs> 10 pounds this week, but um, that's been nice. a lot of fun. Um, it's been a little boring so far doing a lot of safety training and stuff like that, but I got out in the plant a little bit today, kind of a good news, bad news situation. Good news, I got to go out in the plant, bad news, it was because we had some stuff smoldering, so I was, uh, running around helping people put that out and figure out what caused it and stuff like that, so. Yeah, that's, well, it's it's exciting, it's a way to, like, kickstart your career there you know something you'll look back on it's like yep that's how i I left college and that was the first thing that kind of happened yeah it's also a really good tool to learn because you get to see things being taken apart and you get to see people like well if this is affected what else could be affected kind of like tracing the lines in front of you so it's a really good way to learn the process it's not the way you want to learn the process but like um my my manager was telling me this past week like you won't really learn an operation until you stand by it for so long and you can hear like when stuff is working when stuff isn't working and know the differences yeah i mean there's a reason there's a reason why we're given problems and we have to find the solution and uh, because when problems do arise you have to find a solution that's why we use that 
that terminology when we're taking like tests and stuff although it's not like concrete textbook like this is the right answer um that's how we understand and that's how we learn which is kind of cool to see in the real life happen like that big news in the sports world um so this this week we're going to be talking a little bit more sports heavy um and yeah let's have mason kick us off here sure thing yeah so not many times do we or any sports media channel for that matter unless you're specifically related to golf are going to kick off your main segment with golf but of course for those familiar with the news that broke um two days ago now the pga tour after years of feuding with the live tour um has come to a merger with the live tour and created this new um big super super pack in golf uh that's really got a lot of people questioning you know the integrity of the pga or the decision making that are going on there um having the saudi arabians coming into american golf and being big players there um it's somewhat related also is another big story, not quite as big as the Live and PGA merger, but of course the world's best soccer player, Lionel Messi, having an opportunity to join the MLS squad, Inter Miami, turning down a billion dollar offer from a Saudi Arabian soccer league that Cristiano Ronaldo and many others are a part of. Again, a lot of things I just broke down there in the main segments, but either Bryce or Andy, is there anything that you want to start? Anything that draws your attention from this topic? Like, I mean, Messi coming to the United States is a big thing, which is kind of crazy because um, there was a a rumor a year or two ago saying that he might join a California team, I'm pretty sure it was. Um, But negotiations negotiations never fell through. Um, And like you said, Ronaldo took the offer from a Saudi team. I don't remember what team, but he received a lot of criticism for that because of where that money comes from. And I, that, that became a big conflicting point with the last World Cup, too, I think, was like where the money was coming from um, because of their like, I don't know. I don't want to get like political because I'm like malnourished in the topic, but I'm pretty sure it had something to do with the abusive labor laws or something like that, the inequities of labor within the country. Well, so so to my understanding, Qatar, when they hosted the last World Cup, people were um, upset about it because there were reports of many people dying while the eight separate stadiums were being constructed. Um, and so that was, I think, the bigger gripe to my understanding. And I could be completely wrong about that, but um, a slightly different situation than uh, simply a government doing something. It was more of like we are actively supporting a process that has hurt people. Yeah, my my yeah, my apologies. I thought I forgot that cuz Qatar is its own it's it's is it a country yes. in the yes. Middle East, yes. right? Yeah, so it's a separate entity from the teams that are currently that I'm pretty sure it's a separate entity from the 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 country that has Ronaldo right now, correct? I believe so, yes. Before I give my take on the LIV side of this, I want to hear what you guys think about it, because I think I'm going to come down in a slightly different opinion than you. Interesting, okay. <laughs> yeah, so let's let's start off by uh, talking about LIV and what it is, uh, because I like for me personally, until you mentioned it today, I was like, I 
never heard of LIV. Like I've heard of the PGA Tour um, because it's kind of like what's on TV all the time and something mm-hmm. that like me as an American would understand. But I know me personally, never heard of LIV before. Not super invested in this, like golf particularly. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure most of our listeners probably aren't also that way too. But if you guys mm-hmm. want to just give that. Yeah, so Live Golf, um, LIV just is, it stands for the Roman numeral 54, which is the score of every hole on a par 72 course if they were birdied. Um, so that's like the, the play on the word. Um, but it's it's just another professional golf league. It was founded in 2021, so it's very new. Um, and the reason that I tied this in with the messy topic is what you were kind of alluding to at least with Qatar, but definitely Saudi Arabia as well is the, the backlash for some people and other people's, um, you know, positive reactions to the idea that we're going to create a golf league breaking away from the PGA tour, which is the well-established American league um, in the support um, that was, you know, fundraised and invested in by Saudis from Saudi Arabia and of course the political ties with kind of the human rights elements that are involved in that, like, who are you really supporting um, the money that goes into it? So this is probably getting down a rabbit hole, but that's kind of why this is such a big topic. Not necessarily the fact like, cause I, if, if we're being honest, if we're just talking about golf league in general, like I watch a little bit of golf here and there, but I'm not to the point where I'm a diehard golf fan, but this is a topic because of, the kind of morals that stand behind the founding of the league and is this really the right thing to do so i don't know if that fills you in a little bit um or the audience in a little bit more on why this is kind of a big topic yeah, and so so to add on to that um one of the biggest reasons that this became a problem is the pga when liv was being founded said that people who participated in liv tournaments were no longer eligible to play in pga tournaments you couldn't play at like the masters for example Mm. or any of the like you wouldn't get invited to say the Ryder cup or something like that um so this was kind of a really really big deal and you had people like uh Phil Mickelson who is kind of a legend in the in the game of golf who just said well I'm I guess I'm not playing for the PGA anymore I'm just going to go play for the LIV mm-hmm. a lot of that has to do with the absurd amount of money that are getting thrown at these golfers we're talking about the hundreds of millions of dollars mm-hmm. um and so it's one thing to consider like the other implications that I was mentioning before versus hey if somebody throws two three hundred million dollars for you to play golf would you consider taking it like these are the different things that people are weighing and the crazy thing about this all too is you know we get into the socio like there's that the social justice and human rights portion of like the where the money comes from but like saudi arabia is one of the like fastest growing epicenters of modern technology if i am correct there is a mega project that's going on right now about call. I can't remember what it's called, but um, it's essentially vertical cities down this whole, like across this, across the country on one ocean side that's designed to be car free and carbonless emissions. And the principality of it is, you know, you build your really high city and stuff and everything is essentially walking or biking distance from what you need. So grocery stores, um, entertainment areas, 
and that's how like that that's the future of living to make things more sustainable on earth um that's one of the projects and then there's also where's i'm pretty sure that really really innovative cities in the country too I'm trying to think what it's called though you're talking about in saudi arabia yeah or is it in united in arab Emirates? yeah i don't i don't know yeah, yeah, probably UAE, but but anyway, same area of the world. Anyways, anyways I mean, it's the 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 region of the area that we call the Middle East has been some of the most rapidly growing epicenters of modern technology mm-hmm. because of that, like the money that they get. Right, and that's where you see, especially in the sports element, you know, the Live Golf Tour. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, like Messi having an offer of a billion dollars. Um, deciding not to take that. Cristiano Ronaldo, on the other hand, deciding to take a contract to play over there. Um, and that's another element, you know, Andy kind of took it from the perspective of, you know, the PGA players or the PGA association said that we're not going to allow live players to play in their tournaments. Um, you have guys like Tiger Woods who had an $800 million contract offer from live tour that he turned it down on the principle of remaining faithful to the PGA. Now, how does that look for him when the PGA years later ends up merging with Liv? And that's where a lot of the out, out, um, the backlash and the outrage is coming from. So I, I kind of want to nail you guys down. What is your opinion on Liv Golf in general? Yeah, so for me, I have a tough time um, taking a hard stance on it either way. Uh, so I guess that leaves me to be pretty indifferent because I see both sides of the equation. And I'm not going to say I'm super hard pressed on whether you're chasing money versus being true to kind of the humanitarian parts of, of what's going on behind the scenes. Bryce, if you want to comment. Yeah, I, I'm going to take the scapegoat answer and say I'm impartial to it because I'm uneducated um, in the, the subject. But if I had to give some sort of inclination, I see it as an opportunity to make the world more connected personally. I've recently, I, re, I really enjoy like the, the esports space where we do have international competitions. I love the World Cup scene, the Olympic scene where we have to like get up at different times of the day to watch these events. You know what I mean? Um, and I don't know, it just makes me feel more connected to the world rather than like waking up at eight o'clock in the morning, going to bed at nine kind of vibe. Yeah, so I, I guess my view on this might get me in a little trouble with some people, but as far as um, criticizing a league for where the money is potentially coming from, I think is um, rather hypocritical, especially for Americans, where all of us have Nike clothes in our closet, and all of us have Apple iPhones in our pocket, and all of us wake up in the morning and get our Starbucks coffee, and, you know, the list goes on and on of the atrocities that a lot of these corporations have committed and people don't seem to bat an eye like they get angry for about 10 minutes when they find out about it and then they forget about it and keep the clothes in their closet and keep their iPhone in their pocket so I, I, I don't think anyone has the ability to just sit here and say this league should never exist because the money is coming from a bad place well then a lot of things shouldn't exist but this is the world we live in, and I don't particularly fault players for um, going and being paid more money if they're being offered to be paid more money than what the PGA was offering. Andy, I think you read my mind, because I was thinking literally the exact same things 
the other one that I would have mentioned would be like the TikTok app that millions of people nowadays are, you know, like upset that China is behind it, but how many people have TikTok? Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's like you're just not to like repeat what you just said, because I think you articulated it very well, but it's like the hypocritical stance of like where you draw the line. It's like, okay, so you're going to continue to use Apple iPhones, have TikTok, wear Nike products, but you draw the line at professional golfers making hundreds of millions of dollars playing golf. Just a strange kind of thing. But yeah, I see it the same way. That yeah. You do. And so then I, I guess to go further into the actual topic about the leagues joining back together, I would say I don't see it as much of a problem. But what I would say is I can understand why people who stayed in the PGA are so upset about this because they thought that the PGA had their backs and would take a stand for But like you look at some of the comments that the, I, I you know, I have this article up some of the comments from PGA spokespeople was like, you know, the situation has changed and that's why we're trying to get a deal to reconcile with them. Well, it, it, it doesn't really seem like the situation has changed, at least what your public opposition to it was. No. So now you're just saying that the players really had no reason for staying with you. They should have gone and made money for a couple of years, right? Like there, there was no it's not like they're morally superior anymore or like it's not like they were truly sticking to their morals anyway because now the leagues are merged yeah like i said tiger woods turning down 800 million dollars only to be partnered with live years later not getting a dime out of it like how does that make him feel you know um so guys like that um seems like it's a purely financial ploy obviously if your stance hasn't changed well what is what could possibly change in the past couple of years other than the opportunity for financial benefits uh, that come your way. Um, and of course, all of this is saying like, it's not that we're in support of any of the humanitarian crises that are behind corporations like this. Of course, nobody is vouching for that, but it's just the reality of, you know, where people spend their money and how far people are willing to go um, when picking what products to boycott and what products are continuing to support despite all of things you weigh in and out. Is what makes right. this a captivating and I suppose, topic. To put it very succinctly, my question to anybody who is who finds LIV golf morally reprehensible would be how far away from an evil do you have to be to participate in the in the purchase of something that that evil supplied? Yeah, that's a good evaluation, actually. Good way to think of it. We have this or that. So Andy, Mason, you guys weren't in segment when I last ran it, but we ran this segment with the girls in our special episode of season one. And it's quite simple. I have a list of 10 simple this or that questions in which you guys pick whether you like this or that based on whatever criterion you choose. Um, and these types of things are, some of them are supposed to be as simple as just the answer and you can give it um some of them might might make some room for discussion where you say i like this because this reason this might be a hot take all right all right let's get out now let's roll this or that coffee or tea well i hate coffee so i'll have to go with tea i will second that statement i was gonna say if mason doesn't say that you (laughs) love those those um 
Arnold Palmer things that you can get at the store that are <laughs> half lem- iced tea, half lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> and even to be fair, I will drink like actual hot tea every once in a while. So I don't know if Andy yeah. drinks any tea at all, but yeah, I'll drink definitely like no coffee. tea with some honey when I'm sick. Not too much other than that, but it's not, it's not like I despise tea. I just don't normally get it. All right. Number two, beach, beach vacation or mountain retreat? I'm one that like mountain retreats. Um, just feel like you can do more when you're hiking or just taking in the great views versus kind of just laying around by the water, or the sand. This is not my style. I'm going to go with the mountains. Oh, Bryce, what are you doing to me? I love hiking so much. There's a reason I went to school in the UP where there's tons of waterfalls and cool stuff to see. But also, snorkeling is one of my favorite things to do ever. And a lot of the beach vacations I've taken, you can just like walk 50 yards right off of the beach and be snorkeling on an actual coral reef. Uh, Let's go... If you're asking me which one I would take more often over the course of my life, we'll go with a beach vacation. Wow. Okay. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm also team mountain retreat here. I I'm scared of the ocean. So, all right. <laughs> hey, next me one. too. I just didn't want to say it. <laughs> hey, wait. Did I tell you <laughs> guys one. I almost died over spring break? Oh, is it have to do with yeah. the ocean? Yeah. No, we're we're gonna skip that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, say, going to, for next week. I'm going to Mexico in July, so we'll, <laughs> we'll just cut that. All right. Um, uh, NFL or college football? Mm. College football. Uh, it's it's really really close. Um, I'm going to say NFL just because I think you get a just a little bit more parity. Um, usually college football is the same kind of three or four teams every year, but it was nice to see TCU get thrown in as a wrinkle this year for the playoff. But it's very close. Yeah, yeah like I'm just that. a fan of like rivalry weeks. Those are so much fun okay. for me. That's fair. I'm. I, it does. It does feel like. I don't know. For me being a Chargers fan in the NFL, the rivalry weeks just don't really feel that great. Except for like when the Chargers play the Chiefs. I know it's always going to be a good game, but it's always one sided. So. <laughs> well, to be fair, NFL rivalry games. Yeah, they're great, but like. Unless it's later in the season, if you lose that game, it's not always like a monstrosity for your season, right? Whereas college football, every single game matters. So that's what makes that great. No, I was going to say Michael Jordan or LeBron James? Michael Jordan, next question. Michael Jeffrey Jordan, go away. I'm one of the biggest Michael Jordan fans in the world. I've, yeah. I've had to go debate so much. I'm just not, tired of it at this point. No. LeBron James. Nope. LeBron nope. Don't cut him out. James. <laughs> nope. We should have we should have a special episode where I just lay out an hour long case of why Michael Jordan <laughs> is better than LeBron. <laughs> we might have to do that. Pizza or burgers? Burgers. Yeah, I. It's another close one. Um, I'm gonna go burgers just because, to me. I feel like burgers are more consistently good. Pizza kind of depends on like who's making it, what kind of pizza you get. Um, but if I had the ideal pizza, ideal burger, I'd take the burger. You know, I was going to say, I, I have yet to really just hate pizza. Um, I mean, I, there's some places I don't like pizza, but um, 
I always like crave pizza, but I'll go to a place that good, serves good pizza. I don't always crave a burger, but I've never had a burger that I haven't liked. So mm-hmm. that's that. what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Uh, Netflix or YouTube? If you look in my uh, most used apps, YouTube takes up like, I think, 85% of my total phone usage. So for that reason alone, I can pick in YouTube. Yeah. I, I don't have Netflix. Oh, wow. Okay. That makes so, a pretty clear answer. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually kind of surprised. I thought maybe there might be some Netflix thing, but no, YouTube's great. YouTube's great. Just a bigger uh, selection. Ancient history or modern history? Ooh. What What do you define as ancient? So ancient, we'll give it BC. Anything BC. Before Christ. Okay. Yep. Hmm. I'm I'm team modern then. Okay. Yeah, I'm probably gonna go modern just because you have more to look at. Um. A little bit more relevant to today's world based on like geographical boundaries and whatnot. Although people like Alexander the Great are definitely slept on. People don't know enough about people like that. So it's true. Yeah, I I would have to be on team ancient history just because that gives me the itch to explore, you know, because modern history is really, really pretty well documented, especially in the last like couple hundreds of years, you know. Um, but like ancient history kind of puts you on your toes and even if you think of it from like a religious viewpoint and just trying to like think about like all the little nuances of like how society differs from today than when it was first starting out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I will say stuff like the Dead Sea Scrolls from, you know, before the time of Christ, that is mm-hmm. definitely stuff that really interests me. So yeah, two sides of the same coin, but I'll probably go modern. All right. Uh, Marvel or DC? Marvel. I... I'm going to be honest, this might sound crazy. I think I've probably mentioned it before. I've never watched a single Marvel movie. Um, I have watched The Dark Knight. Not a big superhero person myself, but simply for that reason, I'll go DC. Yeah, so The Dark Knight is one of the best movies I have ever seen. We've discussed that on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But there are far more MCU films that I like than... DC movies that I like. Exactly, exactly my point. I, I was literally just gonna say, Batman was uh, Batman, like the Batman, which which ones? The Christopher Nolan trilogy. Yes, yes, those, those were great. Those were it's so it's such a case study when it came to the DC universe. But there's just like nothing else to back it up. I mean, I like personally, I liked Man of Steel. I thought it was a good movie. People kind of hated on it, but I, I don't know. Yeah. I have to go with Marvel. I think just it has way more movies that I like. Yeah. To be fair, like I said, DC. But if you gave me thirty seconds to name as many Marvel characters as I can versus thirty seconds as many DC characters I can, it's going to be pretty heavily in the Marvel direction. So. All right, last final two. We got summer or winter? Summer. Yeah, okay. summer all the way. I'm team winter. Okay. Um, and then nice. last, comedy comedy movies or action movies? Ooh. I definitely watch more comedy movies, but a really good action movie, a la The Dark Knight, is better than any really good comedy movie. Yeah. A la Happy Gilmore. Ooh, I'm uh, not sure though, because you've got 
you've got some really good classics from the 80s, like you've got Weekend at Bernie's, and honestly, I would consider, like, The Goonies a comedy. Um, <laughs> so, True. Oh, I don't know. I just kind of think about yeah. all the times that I've cried during an action movie and then how many times I've cried in a comedy because you can cry laughing and then you can cry when you're not supposed to cry. So, just saying. Yeah, I think I'll go action. We're going to transition to the sub phrase of the week. And this week, I don't know. I just picked a random word this week. There's no story to it um, other than the fact that it's the, the phrase is Andy Ward seat. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> this is a, this is a good one. Another lunchtime classic. You gonna come at um, me like that? Yeah. So th- this is a noun. Um, it originates from Andy Ward's decision as to which seat to sit at during lunch. September twenty fifteen origin used randomly. Um, I'm gonna run through the definition real quick, and then we can explain it a little bit further, but. It's used to describe a scenario where an individual decides to sit in a seat located in a smaller, tight area, usually between two people, commonly invading said people's personal space. So this description makes it seem like it's a crowded table. No, in fact, we can. We've had instances, or there were instances where Andy very much could have been in a way less invading privacy space. <laughs> to move his chair (laughs) but would still proceed to sit next to two people and now looking back on it i think it's because andy liked those people more than the rest of us but what sometimes it was that sometimes it was like we'd have like space on the other side of the table that we could clearly move around for (laughs) but other times it was like he just plopped the chair right into the middle of two people that were like side by side already yeah to be fair it, to defend andy a little bit i don't know if this was so much as a common like every other day or every week kind of occurrence but when a situation happens at least twice maybe three times people notice it catches on so in his defense it's not like this was occurring like on a um absurdly constant basis but it was enough to make a term out of it so i don't know if andy wants to defend himself further than that no i was a socially awkward kid so <laughs> as every freshman is yeah. to some degree but this always I happened it was fun. this always happened because our table we had a bunch of people that sat together and i was always in uh oh crap what was i even in? no i was in english right before lunch so i was on the exact opposite side of the school from lunch so I was always the last one to get there. Mm, that's right, yeah. yeah. It wouldn't have made sense unless there's people already sitting at the table, you know. If you're one of the first yeah. people there, it doesn't quite work, so. I remember, I remember once, I think Andy just pulled up a chair and sat behind people. Oh, um, yeah, because the table was so <laughs> full that day. <laughs> it was so full. And I, and we, well, I mean, we still shuffled over so that he could come in a little bit, but, like. <laughs> I think we had. It was funny because. Yeah, I think we had like 10 people at the table before I got there that day. And now they don't even now they don't even have the chairs at the high school anymore. It's, I know, they're, they're already like so bad. attached to the, the table. Oh, I did see that when I was there last. Yeah. Kind of crazy. But yeah. The example that's in the, the sub dictionary is Mason. Dang it. Why did I get here so late? 
There's nowhere to sit, Evan. Oh, that's okay. Just make an Andy Ward, Andy Ward seat somewhere. I feel like that's something that uh, would actually be said to someone. Maybe not to this day, but it would have been said a lot in high school. That's true. I also believe or, Evan would have been the one to say it more than anybody. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Or somebody would say probably like, uh, Andy would have been able to find a seat. <laughs> All right. And then last segment of the day. Andy, do you have an absurd annoyance this week? All right. Listen up, maggots. I've got a lot to <laughs> rant about this week. No, oh, no. All right. All right. So three minutes on the timer. Are you guys ready for this? Yes, I am. One sec. One sec. One sec. I. I don't mean to interrupt, but Noah just texted me. <laughs> Had to see what it was. He goes, he's listening to the podcast episode from last week. He goes, dude, have you seen Star Wars with this Neuralink? We're going to cause Order 66 IRL. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Continue. Oh, what the heck? All right. Well, now it's time for me to dazzle you with my dulcet tones so timers ready in three two one now there are very few things in this world that more people get annoyed about than driving and believe me i get annoyed about driving a lot but there's only one driving habit that will get me to yell at someone from inside my car without fail and no it's not someone cutting me off I've yelled at people for that before, but apparently big city driving is making me soft now. It's not tailgating either. I mean, I'll usually just mutter under my breath and swear at the person if someone is tailgating me. Uh, And even busy Chicago traffic doesn't seem to bother me anymore like it seems to bother other people. So what, you might ask, could possibly get me to yell at someone? Well, gentlemen, let me set the scene for you. It's a lovely day, and you're driving down a two-lane highway somewhere somewhere in rural Wisconsin. You're on this road for the next, let's say, 60 miles or so, so you set your cruise control. And maybe about 10 minutes later, you come up on another car with their cruise set about 3 miles an hour slower than you. Okay, no big deal. You can just pass them. But it's kind of busy, so you can't really find anywhere to pass this slower car. Other cars start to pile up behind you, and you're getting a bit antsy to get out of this cluster. Finally, your salvation has arrived. A sign that says, passing lane, in a half a mile. You drop back ever so slightly, getting ready to speed up as you go into the lane. You're coming up on the car in front of you, and the passing lane hits. You swing into the left lane, step up on the gas, and you're going like 10 miles an hour faster than your cruise was set. And then you look at the car you're going to pass, and you see that they've sped up even faster than you're going right now. So, you're patient. Maybe they're finally going to go faster than you now. You swing back into the right lane and ride out the rest of the passing lane. And only then does the car in front of you decide to slow down again and go back to their slower pace. 
What an absolute moron. The speed limit does not change just because they add an extra lane. Are you kidding me? It does not take a genius to figure this out. And I can't tell you how many times this has happened to me and how many times I have absolutely gone off on people for doing this. It annoys me so much that now I intentionally go about 20 miles an over 20 miles an hour over the limit just to make sure I can pass someone. And I promise you, if people have done this to me and see me in the rearview mirror after this, they can see me just like yelling at them in a face that contains pure rage. I assume that's yep. my timer. <laughs> that was a nice touch. That was really good. That was really good. Uh, yeah, no, this is honestly one of the very little thing like there's two things that annoy me on the road and this is one of those two things um, the other is when people flip me off just for no reason um but this is like way more um way more aggravating it's like even when you don't have a passing lane and like you're going to pass like you clearly gonna pass them but they just keep deciding oh we're just gonna keep matching your speed you know, just to, like, put the spite in, like, just to build up all that spite in you. Like, I don't know. Why Why do people do that? Why do Why do they? The big one for me is uh, somewhat similar to Andy's. When you're driving on the interstate, two lanes, and the t there's it's usually two semis, but can be any car. And, like, you're trying to pass one car in the right lane, maybe but then the car in the left lane is going the exact same speed. So it's literally just like a block right in front of you that you can't get around because they're going the same speed in two different lanes simultaneously next to each other. That will drive me up a wall. Um, other instances, of course, but that's the number one for me. Andy, I got to ask, you said that you don't care about people tailgating you, but what if you say you do you win this battle you pass them right going you're 20 miles an hour over but then they don't decide to slow down they decide to tailgate you following the passing um then i just think that they are idiots and i'll eventually turn off the road if they want to keep tailgating me that's fine if they want to try and pass me again I'm not going to let them because I know they're not setting their crews higher just because they want to set their crews higher. They're doing it to try and annoy me. Also, I have had people like, um, you know, now with adaptive cruise control, people won't necessarily tailgate me after I'll pass them, but they'll up their crews so that I set the pace for them. And that doesn't bother me at all. So I, I kind of mm. try and give people the okay. benefit of the doubt in that case if they're now matching my speed behind me, as long as they're not super close. I, I'm kind of like, oh, they're probably just using their adaptive cruise control to now let me set the pace. That's, that's very nice of you. I just assume they are absolutely psychotic and don't know how to drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's typically how it goes. Because there's no way that that person was actually in cruise control the whole time. But that's my final remark on that. I don't know. Your your absurd annoyance made me annoyed. So because <laughs> it makes you think about all I'm, the instances. I'm just that good. Because... All right. Well that's all we had for today. So um yeah, another great day of recording. Um 
beautiful day here in Wisconsin for me, at least. Um, so I'm super glad that we were able to have this later tonight um, so we could enjoy the, the day today. Any any shout outs from you guys today this week? I, I, I you know, I had it one week and I never, never asked to ask you guys out. Man, you made me think on the spot. So the answer is no, I didn't have any pre-prepared, but maybe next week I'll have one. Yeah, come back to me next week. I'll uh, I'll take a little poll, gauge the room, see who wants a shout out, and uh, maybe let him have it. Oh, okay, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shout out for me this week is my stream. Uh, it's www.twitch.tv/zashezi. I play World of Warcraft and League of Legends, and I might be doing a Lego Star Wars um, X-Wing building stream one day um, because I got a kit home, and I think that'd be really fun to do. Also, we might be using that page to live stream next week's episode um, so you guys can watch it live whenever we record it. So check up on my socials and probably their socials for more details on that. Mm-hmm. Be there or like be a Star circle. Wars, by the way. Be there or be a circle, yeah. Without further ado, like it's been Bryce. And Mason. And Andy. And what did you want to say, Mason? <laughs> I got cut off twice. I'm trying to say <laughs> Lego Star Wars is an S-tier video game. And that's my concluding statement.